Hi guys, I know I'm on holiday. I'm sorry I was on holiday, but then you know what? Sometimes something happens and you just think, I've, I've got to talk about it. So that's what I'm doing today because Sky Go is now on Apple TV. Oh, yes! You're listening to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Now, here's that blind guy himself, Stephen Scott. Yes, I'm back for one day only. It's like a, a sale at DFS, which means I'll be back tomorrow, I guess. Uh, hi, Sean Priest. How are you? Hello, Stephen Scott. I'm very well. I'm slightly confused as, you know, this week we were going to take off. We were going to you know, just kick back and, you know, re-energise ourselves. And then all of a sudden, I've got to record today, apparently. Come on, let's get on. Let's record. What's going on? Well, you What's only so found important? this out because I tweeted it last night, right? Because I, I, I was just... I, I, yes, you did. I saw an article, 9to5mac.com had put out an article saying that Sky Go is now available on the Apple TV. And I'm thinking... <gasps> What? Does, yeah. Everything seems to be consuming itself. Every single app seems to be eating another platform, um, which is the kind of thing I used to do, uh, only not in TV terms. I was <laughs> chocolate bars. Uh, I've been, by the way, um, my health kick is going well, and uh, it, it, I think it's it's changing my world. In fact, you know so much so, right? Listen to this, because this is me sending a WhatsApp hmm. message to a group the other day. I'll play this in, and this proves... Okay, so, so I would try sending you a message from here. I'm on a bus. I'm on a bus. I was on a bus. Yeah, uh, uh, sorry, Stephen. <laughs> no, 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 that's not akin to exercise. You know, if you do the marathon on a bus, it's not the same as walking or running. It's not the same thing. Well, it, here's the thing, right? I mean, I had to walk to get the bus. Oh, 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 oh right. Well, I got to walk to get to the fridge or the microwave. No, no, that's the, not the same. That's not the, the same. And, yeah, walking to the freezer to pull out another bag of turkey dinosaurs <laughs> and then throw them into the air fryer. Air fryer. Yeah, because I, I know health is what you're all about these days. Correct. Um, that's that's not the same thing. I had to leave my house. I mean, just put this, just, just think about this for a second, right? All the sighted people in the room, shut your eyes, not if you're driving. All the sighted but, people. But all the sighted shut people. Shut your eyes. And, you know, just imagine I had to leave my house mm, mm, and I had mm. to walk up the driveway, turn left, yeah. walk all the way along the street, turn on left down the, the street. On the left, yeah. Pretty yeah. much all the way, yeah. Left, 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 all the way to get to the bus. I had to cross a road. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I am so brave. I am so brave. Thank you. Right. I know. Good. Take that sound effect away from you. What sound effect? That's real people. <sighs> Oh, is it? Sorry. That's They're your all around us. Yeah. Why? Why? Okay, stop it. Stop it. Seriously. I'm a bit you're, delirious. You're, you're, yes, <laughs> you've been away off. too long. Your health kick. So it's going good. Mm. I say that as I'm sipping my vice, which is a cup of coffee. Do you know, this is the answer That's right, to I'm health. having a tea. It's fine. It's this fine. is the answer to being healthy, right? I'm going to become one of these. I'm going to be like that there, Joe Sticks. Mm. Um, mm. Because mm. that is going to be me. I'll be me, Joe Sticks. I'll be so thin. Um, Correct. But the, the trick is to have a vice of some kind. So you can't, because you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not going, I'm not going for massages, it's all right. Um, but no, if, you, if you're in a position where you, you think to yourself, oh, I can't ever eat anything that's bad or, you know, anything at all, then any diet you try, and I'm not, I'm not doing a diet, I'm not even calling that diet, I'm just saying it's healthy eating. Because if you don't have something, you will fail at it. That's what I've realised. And it's, yeah. that's been the story time and time again. You, you just fall off the wagon because you think, well, I, I want to have a Mars bar. And then someone's like, well, you can't have a Mars bar because then you'll 
die. No, I don't. Oh, wait. I don't care if I die. Wait. No, wait. Oh, I've got one in my pocket. <gasps> a Snickers. A Snickers. Oh, it's a Snickers oh. though. It's getting nuts in it. That's healthy. Oh, oh, it's a bit. Oh, it's been in my pocket a while. Sorry, oh, carry on. Is it flat as Tell a pancake? About... Is it more like a chomp? <laughs> Tell me about health. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You're eating it. It's just. You know, has that become a curly whirly over there? Is that? No, oh, no. Nice. Is it? Mm. Right, okay. Um, no, I, it's interesting, right? It's now we've just passed the 28-day mark. And that's no no takeaways, no um, no sweets, no crisps, no soft drinks, nothing. I know. I, I, thank you. I am, uh, I, am uh, I, I am a hero to myself. Um, and yeah, it feels good, right, Sharma? Um, but you know, it's good. <laughs> I love how you can silence them that way. Um but no, it is good. It feels good as well. And yeah, going out, I mean, this is something I wouldn't have done. I was taxiing everywhere. And do you know what's costing me? I have a fortune as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I used to kind of put it down to, well, you know, visually and all the rest. But truthfully, it was physical. A lot of it was physical. And I just wasn't feeling particularly good at getting out mm. and walking. And I thought, you know, and it's interesting because one of the things I've I've mentioned before on the show, we talked a bit about it on the weekends. Um, and it was about the... You know, as I'm walking off and have this issue where I'm feeling off balance, yeah. and I still have that. I still have that, but I think the ba- <laughs> the balance isn't helped by the you know sack of spuds that are on top of it. If you get my drift, right? So yes. the sack of spuds you're carrying on your legs, um, you know, you're you're carrying around. That's it's not going to help your balance either. So, look, I know it's unpopular to say this these days, but being overweight is not healthy. Um, that apparently yes. is controversial. Um, I didn't know that until recently. <laughs> I said it to someone and they were deeply offended. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but this is not healthy. Um, it's not a healthy thing. I mean, body positivity is one thing, but health is another. And um, we can all feel good. And, you know, that was the thing about me. And it's interesting because people often talk about that. They talk about body positivity and how, you know, well, I feel good and I feel okay and I've got nice clothes and I look good. And a lot of women talk about this. Guys talk about it these days as well. And it's great, but I think from from my point of view, I I certainly was maybe there a little bit earlier because I never really had a problem with the way I felt. I was I'm quite a tall guy, so people would yep. say to me, "Yeah, okay, you're overweight, but you carry it well." So Correct. you felt okay, but that didn't mean that I was healthy, and I certainly wasn't. Certainly, the the, the, the crap that I was putting in my body, if you can even call it food, um, <laughs> it, was, it was just not good. And it's just it's, it's so interesting. A month later, you know, I'll I tell you when you really feel it. The truth when you feel it is when someone says to you, have you lost weight? And, yeah. and you, you go, what, you, you, you notice? <laughs> yeah. And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. Because you don't. It's like when you're putting it, it on, no. you don't notice it, do you? I can, I, can says, physically, wow. I can physically feel a difference. I can. Because the rolls of fat have, no, no, they're still there, but they're not as prominent, mm. shall we say. Hello, um, ladies. <laughs> Control yourselves. Calm down. Um, but honestly, it, it just feels good. So... I, I'm just well going to keep, keep going. Yeah, and I think it's it does. It's true they say if you can break a habit for 28 days, you can keep it going. I, I don't know how true that truthfully is because you know. Let's be honest. If I went to Cadbury's World, that might be difficult. <laughs> well, it's like you said though. You got you, you know you don't want to say it like you're punishing yourself every day or mm. or um what's the word I'm looking for? You're um you're de whatever. You you know you're, you're not missing out on something. So if you do want something, then you know you're going to have it. But exactly. it's a case of moderation again because yeah, we got a well, tendency to go to crazy be honest, haven't we well this is it right I mean alcoholics talk about um, and I won't go into why I know about this I'm not an alcoholic I should say but you know I know, I know friends of mine who, who have been and are going through alcoholism 
And they often say it's not the first drink is the problem. It's the following 10. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that's the same with this. I mean, look, it's an addiction. Whatever way you look at it, it's a softer addiction in a lot of ways than, say, alcoholism, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't have an impact yeah. on your mood. I mean, arguably, it makes you feel happier <laughs> if you're eating constantly. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and, and for me, it was TV. I'd put a TV show on or a film, and then you'd be sitting there thinking, I need, I need to have something. It was just It kind of went with it. You know, if you go to the cinema, you buy a mm-hmm. ridiculously large trough of popcorn <laughs> yes. and a bucket of cola, and then you sit there and you kind of, well, I'll just have my popcorn and my cola, and you think it's great. But the problem is you bring that habit home. And yeah. that's something which we've got to get over. Well, which, you, which means I, just, I don't go to the cinema anymore. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> avoid those places. Anyway, who cares? Well, exactly. Uh, but you're doing it with your your uh, partner as well, aren't you? So my lovely wife. Yes. Well, your we're, lovely we're doing wife. together. Uh, yeah. And we're going to get better and we're going to feel better. So that helps. That really does help. It does. We, we booked ourselves in for a little retreat. Um, it's like a fitness Ooh. retreat thing. And we kind of booked it before we even thought about doing the health kick, which I know sounds a bit odd, but we kind of thought that would be like this, the starter for us, you know? And. When we booked it, my wife says to me, she says, oh, we've booked it, it's all done. And I'm like, oh, we've actually booked it now. <laughs> right, okay. And I think, do you know, we, we, we maybe should give up the takeaways for at least a week before we go. Because Beforehand. <laughs> we're just going to be vomiting our way through this place all the way. It's going to be disgusting. And <sighs> actually now, the way we've kind of worked this out, this I'm actually looking forward to it. You know, and it's, and it's, it's pretty rough. I mean, it's like they build you up over a week. So by the end of the week... If it's still the same as it was, because we did it years ago, if it's the same kind of thing, you actually are walking like 19 or 20-odd miles a day by the end. And wow. that, to me, is just... But yeah, I, I yeah, did it yeah. before, and I did it actually far from a much worse place. Um, yeah. Whereas now I feel... Bring it on. So that's nice. It feels good. Oh, it's, it's exciting. Nice. nice one. Well, basically, I've realised that the next 40 years of my life if I'm lucky to have them, will pay back the last 40. <laughs> That's how it's yes. going to work. Yes. Um, my 40s well, are going to be my, my, year of, my years of redemption, I think. <laughs> well, you've had your um, issues, health issues in the past, haven't you? You know. You know well but as you, I do, it, it's, but it's, um, it's interesting, isn't it, right? Because you don't, you don't, well, I don't anyway, and I think some of us guys are the same. And I put this to guys actually more than, than women because I think it's true. We wouldn't do it for ourselves. Um, no, some guys will, of course they will, and, and that's it's not a general point. But you know, in my case, certainly, I I wouldn't have really made much of a difference for me. But my wife wanted to do it, and I said, you know what, we both are not getting out as much, we're not doing as much, and maybe we should. And the pandemic, I mean, look, the pandemic did not help this at all, because we were stuck in our homes, and for people like us, and I say you and I in particular, it kind of suited us. I mean, it kind of suited our lazy, natural. Yeah, ways. Like I said, didn't make much difference to me. No, exactly. That's right. Um, Because that was, I mean, in your case, that that's kind of your day to day anyway. So yeah, I've never commuted to an office ever. So you and trust me, you will never miss that. There's never a day will go by you'll not be lying in your deathbed thinking, "God, I wish I'd commuted to an office." (laughs) Never going to be a thing. Uh, So you you should be glad of that. But from my point of view, I was, and then I was. It was actually just before. Because at, at the time when the pandemic hit, and or lockdown hit, I guess, I was kind of at that point of thinking of leaving RNIB anyway. And it, it kind of kept me there for a year and a half longer than it probably would have, because I thought, well, I'm at home now. This is kind of what I wanted. I wanted to work from home. 
and yes. kind of made it happen. And, you know, the dog, of course, as you can hear. Uh, he wanna, can, yeah. he can look after them. And it's so funny. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing is, I don't know how people can go back to full-time jobs now. I am completely, like, I don't have time. I couldn't fit it in anymore. I don't know how Can't it works. fit a job in. <laughs> That's because you're always wanting to record things. That's why. Well, I know, I know. We should maybe, maybe stop that. Um, and obviously, <laughs> I've got to wait for the Amazon parcels, which are probably due as well. Um, <sighs> Welcome to our world, listeners. Uh, was... <laughs> anyway, Sky it's like Go. A, it's like a coffee morning, this. This is ridiculous. Oh, That's lovely, isn't it? Come on, give us the tech juiciness. Listen, people come for the tech, but they stay for the chat. Okay. At Fair least enough. I think that they do. Should we, we should Sometimes. read some emails as well because we got lots of emails in. We'll, we'll do All the right. emails after the Sky Go bit, right? Because I am um, because apparently you're enthralled by Sky Go. May I say I've, I've not had Sky since oh God knows when, decades ago. When every time it rained, the picture just just <laughs> disintegrated into nothing. So I got rid of it pretty quick. Was that the Sky Box that you got a you know, card from a guy down the local? <laughs> yeah, down yeah, the yeah, pub. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No. Allegedly. Um, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> I think you can buy the cards, but they don't work. so disappointed. No, but it's true. <laughs> and you know, it's funny, I won't say, well, maybe I shouldn't say this, but let's just say someone nearby said to me once that there's a way you could get Sky without paying for it. And I'm like, but why Why would you? I mean, I, I get people do it, but the problem is that Sky are onto this, right? They know how to scramble their signals and they can do that now. They can basically render it. So you could be paying money like, I don't know how much money it costs for these things, but let's say it was a tenner you paid to get a card that you could then watch Sky on. Okay, but if they just scramble the card in the first five minutes, you've just wasted a tenner. Why not just pay yeah. a basic subscription? If you want yeah. it, pay for it. It's all the football things and all that, isn't it? and that's what people want for some reason. And it's quite expensive Craziness. as well, isn't it? I mean, I think when you start... Go Lionesses, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever absolutely. they are. I, I honestly don't know. I, I don't, but, um, I don't I've heard a lot about it. Well done. I just, I, do you know what I do God think is you. good? I, I mean, I, this is the only thing I have. I've been not, I, I don't follow football or nothing about it, but Nor what, me. what I can tell you is that I think it's really nice to see the game get the kind of talk and the kind of um, respect that the, the men's game's got for years. Um, I think we thought that that maybe wouldn't happen for a long time, but it seems to be that with these, these games they're playing, the Euros, I think it is. Um, you know, they're really getting the respect and they're getting the, the prime time. Oh, yeah, only when they're winning. Only when they get to the final against Germany and then all of a sudden it's, yay, women in sport. I mean, all the time before that, it's like no one cares. And yeah, all but, of a but sudden... you think how useless the, the men are at this game most of the time, especially in this country, generally useless at football, right? Yes, yes. And here we've got a team of women who are doing it and doing it great. Well, great. You know, give them the respect they deserve. Absolutely. I mean, you know, to me, it's no different. It's just a yeah. As soon as this, as soon as the finals over, that's it, and everyone will forget. That's how it works. Well, I hope not. I really hope that's not the case. Um, no. For their well sake. Done. Yeah. You've got our support, even though we don't know what game. It's I, I, can, I, can I be? Can I be totally honest? The reason I didn't get into football, I grew up in uh, just next to, but a street away from Celtic Park in Glasgow, hmm. and. Um, I, I was so intimidated by the noise that came from that ground every Saturday. The noise, mm -hmm. the aggression, the yeah. that really put me off. And it would actually have been, if it had been the other way around, it had been women playing, I don't, I'm just guessing, I don't think it would be quite as aggressive. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I just don't think that the tone, the tone is different. Mm -hmm. I think that the one thing that in, in Canada, for example, with, with the hockey and stuff, and the ice hockey and all that stuff, 
it's very family orientated. Everything's about the family. Um, you know, the families go along and it's safe. Well, it's like and, rugby over here, though, isn't yeah, it? I suppose that's, it is, that's, yeah. that's the same sort of thing. You don't get the hooligan element for some reason. Yeah. You know, I, I, maybe maybe there's a, a female hooligan element I don't know of, but I, maybe it hasn't developed yet. Maybe oh, you've met my time. wife. Wow. Okay, well. <laughs> soon to be divorced Sean Priest there. <laughs> Sky go. Back to Sky. Sky's going. Sean's going at this rate. Um, or Sarah's going. I don't know which one. Uh, but yeah, so Sky go it launched on the Apple TV. Now, why is this significant? Well, I guess for most people it isn't significant, right? But for us blind folk, it kind of is because... One of the challenges with Sky is that you, um, the box now thankfully does have some voice guidance. It's not brilliant. It's not awful either, but it's um, it's it kind of feels like something from the mid '90s in terms of TTS, in terms of the way you navigate. It's quite slow. It's it's quite verbose. You can't really control it in the same way. You've got no control over voice or rate or pitch or anything, frankly. So you just get the voice on or off. <laughs> And that's it. Sounds like my last work review. <laughs> Quite verbose. Slow, you can't control it. Sorry. It's actually, yeah, we did say that, didn't we? Um, but I think it would be, you know, it, it's good to see it develop onto the Apple TV. And the first thing I was interested in, of course, was, is it going to be like Amazon Prime, where it uses its own voice? Is it going to use that voice from oh, Sky? Yes. You? Awful. Or is it going to obey the obey the Apple TV? <laughs> but you know, is it going to observe its voiceover rather than anything else? So downloaded the app, and what I did, I did it last night because, and this is why I sound like I'm a half sleeping and b I'm very quiet because I was trying to record this quite late last night, just to give you an overview of how it sounds. So let me play this in, and you'll hear some of my takes on this as we go, and you'll hear some of the the good and the bad. We'll discuss it on the other side. Okay, so I'm on the home screen of my Apple TV. I think it's the 4K model I've got. Apparently, this SkyGo app works on the Apple TV HD and 4K models. Uh, I guess you just need to be running the latest software. Uh, so I'm just going to arrow through my list of apps here. Rookplex, YouTube, Computers, STV Player, Recent, SkyGo, Rosex, Okay, there we go. I've got Sky Go, and you're hearing the City Voice 1. I've reduced the speed down to about 51%, so you can understand what she's saying. Okay, let's select and go in there. It's opening up. Okay, so first problem I've noticed is that it will start speaking eventually. Um, Oh, there we go. Um, there seems to be some kind of card. There's something certainly on the screen, some huge advert for, I guess, some TV show or something. Uh, it doesn't seem to want to read that at the moment. Uh, I'm going to arrow up just to see if it'll talk. Featured programs. Item one of three. The FBI collection. Sky witness. Button. Okay. One of one. Okay, it says one of one, but it says one of three earlier. So, okay, let's just arrow right. Yeah, it's not... It's not reading those cards. It is changing. I can see something moving on the screen, but it's definitely nothing. Nothing that's being read. Okay, I'm going to arrow down. TV guide, one of seven. Okay, this is more like it. So we've got TV guide, one of seven. So let's uh, use the right. I keep saying right arrow, but actually right click our way through this on the Apple remote. Catch up. Two of seven. Skybox sets. Sky cinema. Sports. Kids. News. Seven. Okay, so that's the options. Let's go back to TV guide. Sports. Catch up. TV Guide, one of seven. And you'll notice it's very snappy, right? So very snappy and it's using voiceover. It's not using any proprietary voice. 
compared to Sky Q, right? So, okay, let's go into the TV guide. Selected, all channels, button. Okay, so that's a button, which I can choose if I select that. Selected, all channels, button, one of 12. Okay, I can arrow. HD, button, documentaries. I have to arrow down on that one. Kids, sports, news, music, shopping, button. Etc. So I'm just going to back up out of that one by pressing the return button, the back button, or the menu button, I guess. Uh, so I'm going to arrow down. STV, channel 103. On now, STV News. Started at 10.30 p.m. On next. It'll be all right on the night. Starts at 10.45 p.m. So, you know, it's giving good information. It's clear, it's concise, it's using that voice. And if I arrow through the other channels... Channel 4, channel 104. On now, new... The Great, Channel 5, Channel 105. On now, new, ambulance, code red, Channel 106. On now, code 404, started at 10.30pm. On next, code 404, starts at 11pm. And if I uh, arrow right or, or right click on this, view what's on. View what's on will actually take me to the channel and it will show me what else is on. So if I click on that, if I select that, Selected. Today. Button. Also, it's given me the option for today. If I arrow down... Code 404, 10.30pm. HD. Audio description. One of three. So it's telling me the show that's on, it's telling me when it's on, and um, I'm able to watch these live if I wanted to. So that I'm, that's on right now, I think. Select play. Button. So I can hit play. There we go. 404, series 2, app 3. Today. 10.30pm HD. Audio description, 30 minutes. So it's saying audio description. Um, I'm not going to waste your time. I am going to play it. But I will tell you, there's no audio description. None. So I'm going to come back out of that, because I don't know what that program is, and you'll probably get some choice language since it's quite late at night when I'm recording this. <laughs> uh, but no, there's no audio description. No description available on live or on demand. Now... We know that it's not available on the on-demand service. We know that from Sky. That's already been the case for a long time. But nothing on live, even though it says audio descriptions available. Okay, well, that's something to be aware of, and certainly that means I can't use this app to actually watch television. But the irritating thing here is this is actually pretty well laid out. It's really easy to navigate if we come out of this menu. The Real Man Hunter. So I'll come back out of that and back into the channel list. And then go back out. And then I can go down that this list. Today's top picks. Item one of ten. Spider-Man. No way home. Sky Cinema. One of ten. So I can arrow right all the way through that and find out all about today's top picks. Item one of eleven. Succession. Sky Atlantic. One of eleven. So you know you're getting the idea. Top ten this week. Latest news. Latest highlights. Game of Thrones. Latest news from Sky Sports. Sky Originals and Exclusives. Item 1 of 30. Succession. Sky Atlantic. 1 of 30. So everything is accessible. Everything is good. So if I can do Succession, right? I mean, that's a box set. In program play. Button. And I can hear what's going on here. Celebration. HD. Subtitles 1 hour 10 minutes. Now, we, we know that it's not going to have audio description, okay? We know that. It does have subtitles on it. That's good news. But if I arrow down... Selected. 
selected. Series one, button. Series one, episode one, celebration. Series one, episode two. Series one, episode three, lifeboats. HD. Okay, so I'm going to go back up and back to seasons. Selected. Series one. Or series button. one. Selected. Series one. Series two. Series three. Button. Select that. Selected. Play. And so quickly I'm able to navigate through this. Selected. Series three. Episode one. Secession. And I'll just hit play. And this program contains very strong language from the outset and throughout. Okay, so I'm definitely not going to play that because I know this program has got swear words in all over the place, so I'm not going to play that for you. But just to back out of that, so I mean, it is so accessible. I'm really impressed by this. It is super accessible, and that's great. But no audio description on live or on demand. Now, Sky, if you sort that out. This is probably going to be the best way to enjoy Sky Television, bar none, even better than the Sky Box with voice guidance built in. So Sky, it's over to you. So there you go. That was my late night review last night of the Sky Go app on Apple TV. Sean, it is super accessible. Love that. But no AD on live or on demand content. That's the takeaway. Ah, oh, fantastic, right? And by the way, you should do more late-night reviews. I, I like the tone, the whispery tone. <laughs> Beautiful. But, oh, oh, Sky, well done. To grab victory, uh, no, defeat out of the jaws of victory yep. is absolutely amazing because, come on, mate, this is the perfect thing. I know so many people who use the Sky app in order to access their library, set recordings, or just use the EPG, you know? And uh, because the... No, box is so terrible most of the time. Um, but, I mean, this could have been the perfect, perfect answer. And yet, just because you're not streaming multiple audio tracks with your video, we've got no AD. I mean, how how disappointing. Now, of course, I could be going too harsh on this, and it could be in the roadmap that, hey, next month, we're going to uh, hit that button to enable AD, in which case... Fantastic. Then we've finally got an accessible option. But until then, I mean, just disappointing yet again. It, 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 it's a sting. It's a sting in the tail, man. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. It is. And, you know, it's like I said, you know, this would be the way I would watch Sky. If I was watching Sky now, this would be how I would do it because it was so much easier. Now, I will say this. There's about 100 channels on there you can watch live. Not all of them are available or are the ones who are available on Sky TV. So if you've got the Sky Q box, you're going to get access to a lot more channels than that. Most of them are probably garbage. How, but, but, but why? You know, why is that? Because look, Sky is nothing to do with satellite anymore. Well, I think I, I don't really know what's going on here because you see, you've got Sky Glass, which is an online platform, right? It doesn't require the satellite dish. And you've got Sky Q that does. And I kind of thought that whatever Sky Glass was was going to be this app. I thought that's what this was. It was like another way of doing it. Yes. And, and then I wonder if this is maybe the problem. I mean, look, when these these things are developed, it takes a long time to develop these apps to build them for all these different platforms. So I understand that. And maybe there's a bit of a clash here where it's like the technologies or the demand from the customer maybe is going so fast that it's not kind of keeping up with the reality of the of the schedule of all these developments. Because to me, it's it's quite confusing as a Sky customer to know what, the hell it is I've got. Because if I've got Sky Q and I can watch Sky Q via my 
TV. So, I mean, here's a great example of this. Let's imagine, for example, because I've got Sky Q, my Sky Dish, the, the kid next door bats the ball off it and the dish is knackered for a couple of days whilst I'm yeah. waiting for it to get fixed. I can turn on the Sky Go app and I can watch the channels there. Now, if I can watch it just as well on that, why would I yeah. want the dish back? Um, yeah. So, you know, and, and you have to have, I believe, a Sky Q multi-screen subscription to use this, which means you would need to have the box anyway, which seems a bit odd. Um, there is another option I think you can buy, but I don't know if you get the certain channels with it. And obviously, if you want Sky Cinema or Sky Sports, you have to pay extra for that. Um, it seems to me as if they're kind of just a little bit behind themselves on this. They could do with sorting out these subscription models and saying, look, this is the online offering. You get everything, but it's online. Or you can pay for it with a satellite dish. I think most people would say no thanks to the satellite dish unless they're in a really poor broadband area. But uh, that's the thing. I'm sorry. Is Sky not just a streaming service now? Like Netflix, like Amazon Prime, like yeah, whatever else. I yeah. mean, what 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 sets it apart? Uh, because uh, I don't know. Maybe they're they maybe they do class themselves simply as a streaming service. But it's that hardware aspect to it, that it's installation process. That. Yeah, it's moving towards. Yeah, but it makes total sense, right? All you need is an app. You need an app, or you need a set top box that, well, that runs the app. I mean, why would you have specific proprietary hardware such as satellite dishes and that? Like you said, the only reason could be that to service people that don't have fast enough uh, broadband or internet service. Um, but other than that, I, I, I just don't get it. It should just be an app. And it, smart glass, okay. So basically that's a TV with your app already pre-installed on it, ready to run, right? So, yeah, it, it, it seems crazy to me. And, and But more to the point is that You've got the the accessibility of that SkyGo app on the Apple TV seems beautiful. Yeah, and then just to you know uh, nobble yourself by by not not offering AD on it, I, it sorry it blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. I have a, a hunch that this is definitely coming down the line. Because- yeah, but we keep saying that we keep saying it. Sky again, Sky Glass to be released with no uh, no uh, text to speech on it. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. I Actually, that's a good point because I, you're right. It doesn't have voice guidance on Sky Glass, but does no. it have audio description? That's a good question, actually. Because if it doesn't, then that makes sense. It kind of marries in with the Sky It does, Glass. yes. If it yes, does, basically. this is weird. <laughs> What's yeah. going on? Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it, we're, we're so second class in this in this world. We really exactly. Are. I'm, I'm so sick back. of, well, it's early days yet and give them a chance. You know, I, I get that. I do get that. But how long do we keep saying that for? You know, it's a bit like when Sky released the the uh, on Sky Q, you know, the voice guidance. And we all we all said, oh, great. And then some of us are saying, well, it's about time. Why did it take you so long? And, you know, say we have Microsoft and Narrator. Oh, well, great. We got a new version, but uh, it took you 30 years or whatever. But I mean, <laughs> we, we I think we are incredibly patient. I think we are incredibly understanding in the visually impaired community. But I think there's also a time where you say, right, come on, this isn't good enough. In this day and age where you know about accessibility, that to release a platform like Sky Glass with no way we can access it is absolutely not acceptable. You see, I would dis- I would disagree with you on that if we had no AD on Sky. If Sky had never bothered with audio description and it was not part of their roadmap and they'd never done it before, mm-hmm. then I would say, do you know what? Let's let's We have to maybe just let them get around to this maybe we need to campaign with them we need to really you know force this point home to them but you know we we can't expect it to happen overnight 
That's not the case. They are spending money on making sure that content is audio described. I mean, I played in a clip from Succession. Now, that show was fully audio described all the way through. Why yeah. can't the box set have the same option? I mean, look, if, they, if they're struggling for storage space, I can sell them a hard drive. <laughs> Maybe they need extra hard drive space, you know, for, for all these extra files because you have to double the, the files or have a different audio track. I don't know. Um, well, is, this, is, is the streaming uh, content here, are, are they 5.1? Are they Dolby? Are they just stereo? Are they NICAM, going back to the deck? NICAM, I mean, yeah. what, <laughs> I mean, what is the deal here? Are we talking they've only got one audio stream, whatever it is, with them, the 5.1, I'm assuming? But either way, I mean, it's just it's absolutely pointless. It, it's a case of, like you said, we're being treated as second-class citizens here. We're being forgotten about. If you can put subtitles on it, you should put audio description on it. It's as yes, simple as that. Because either, it, to me, it's one or the other, right? I mean, you can't have, it can't be a case of, well, we put subtitles on. I remember, what was it? I remember calling the BBC once because I had a problem with audio description on a channel. And they said to me, well, we've got subtitles. subtitles and I said, great, it, yeah. that's fantastic. I have no use for subtitles. Thank you. But, and I appreciate that, but it's of no benefit to me. Yep, it's it's the same with subtitles, though. I mean, are those subtitles burnt in or are they separate? Could you adjust them? Could you make them larger, bigger? Could you change the colours on them? You know what? That, there's there's different aspects to subtitles as well, yeah, right? Isn't it a case of, well, I've ticked that box, it's burnt in subtitles, you get what you get. But with AD, yeah, I don't know. It's annoying because you know it's there. Because the EPG is saying, hey, audio described. Yeah. But you can't have it on this platform. It's like, right, I hate you. Please sort this <laughs> Now, they would say, and I imagine if Sky were here right now, and we will try and get them on to, to talk about this, um, but, you know, they'll probably say, well, you know, you, it's part of a Sky Q subscription, which you, you would have the box. You'd be able to watch your TV there. And, and they're absolutely right. And, yes, that platform is accessible in order to watch it live. I keep saying this. It's not on demand. Um, so, you know, it doesn't matter how many shows they've done with audio description. You know, I mean, I, I was watching a show, which is a very funny show, with uh, Martin Freeman called Breeders on Sky. Oh, and yeah. um, it was, you know, a great show. Now, we were desperately wanting to watch the next episodes. We decided just to watch it without AD because we just wanted to ca- we, we just wanted to binge on it. You know, we didn't want to yeah, wait yeah. for like yeah, 10 yeah. weeks for this thing to show up in our box because we had to record every single episode. But we missed a lot. No doubt we missed a lot. There was a lot of text message thing going back and forward, you know, that thing you yeah. do with the, yes. the, the, the phone on camera. You know, it's just yeah, absolutely like that. Noise. That yeah. happens a lot, you know. Okay, look, I mean, you know, this is something which we're going to talk to Sky about, and I really hope we can get some answers on this. Um, because, you know, the thing that, like I say, the thing that really irritates me about this is how super accessible the app is. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. want to watch the telly with audio description. Is it too much to ask? Yeah, you know what? It, uh, it's something I probably subscribe to. If yeah. I've got an Apple TV, if there's an accessible app there, the reason I'm not subscribing to Sky is because I don't want to mess around with all that, you know, having any boxes installed or whatever. I've got enough um, pieces of tech in my living room. So if I can just download an app and, and watch, then then fine. I you mean, they're just missing out a lot. It does feel, though, that they should have brought the apps out before they brought out Sky Glass. Because why Why would you develop something? I, I didn't really understand this. It seems like a really backwards way of thinking. Why develop a, a television and sell a television that has Sky on it versus just putting an app on everybody else's TV, a TV they've already got? You've bought and it's not TV. like... 
yeah, and it's not like they've got an interest in selling TVs. So, no. I mean, you know, just, just add it, just make this app available to every smart TV out there. Because it's the same, it's exactly yeah. the same conversation that was had around the Apple TV. There was a time when we thought Apple were going to launch an actual television with TV, yeah. with Apple TV built in. Now, they didn't right. do that. And I think that was a smart move. Instead, create a box that you can plug into any TV. The one thing I think Apple could probably do down the line is eventually build an Apple TV app, which they kind of have done with the Apple TV Plus. Yeah, they have. Yeah. And the way well, they've done that is they've kind of just ignored all the other apps in the App Store because that's not what it's for. The Apple TV Plus is purely for, well, I think it's pure, I still don't really understand this. I think it's purely for your iTunes local content, if you have any, and also the Apple TV Plus content. And that's it. I think that's right. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I mean, why don't Sky <laughs> take it down to its, to the end? Is Why don't Sky just do a Sky TV stick? Well, yeah, um, exactly. Uh, but then again, look, the, the, the difference, I suppose, is that, that Sky are 24-7 broadcasting live yeah. um, content, right, which none of the other streaming services do. So it is that on-demand. It, it takes it away from being a live broadcaster to a streaming on-demand service. So that is the big switch around. I don't know what... And I guess from a technical support point of view, it's easier to, to manage something that you've kind of got within your own bubble, right? So maybe that's it. Maybe it's a case of if people buy this, they know that they know the hardware, they know what they're running, they know how it all works, they can update it all. Yeah, but do they? Isn't it always a case of, yeah, an engineer will be around in six weeks between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. or something, make sure you're in. I mean, isn't it always the same way? Basically, they just replace the hardware and reset you. I, Yeah, I don't know. Look, it's just infuriating. That's what we come down to. I mean, I can't guess. I'm not a businessman. I can't guess Guy's business model, and it, it seems to be working for them. But at the end of the day... This is another missed opportunity. Again, it's disappointing from Sky. And I hate to say it because some people do love their services. And yet, again, this is just, it could have been perfect, Sky. Please have another go. Well, let's see what the next few weeks bring. I think certainly following this conversation, I'd like to think we'll hear something. Um, so, Sky, like I said, over to you. Uh, well, let's get some emails in because we got a lot of them. And then we'll, we'll uh, get you back on your, well, get me back in my holly bags. Uh, yes, where I was quite you. comfortable. Be, yeah, I'll wait till tonight. There'll be a tweet. Oh, I just found this. We need I know. To record about this it. is the thing, right? Because you get the podcast, <sighs> you just jump on any time. And I was like, right, let's just do this because it was too big to ignore, uh, especially until Monday. Um, yes, I'll give you that. So, uh, who's written in here? Michael's written in. He says, "Hi, everybody. First, I'd like to thank you and everyone concerned for the program. I am a regular listener and enjoy all the topics that are brought up." My query is. A while ago now, we bought a Samsung Smart TV. Our son-in-law set it up for us and turned on all the accessibility features, which is great as my wife and I are both totally blind. My only gripe with it is I don't always find the speech clear. Speech has come on a long way over the years, so why does Samsung use this very robotic speech? Is there anything I can do to improve this? Thanks again for all the shows and hard work you put into these shows. Thank you and keep up the good work. Regards from Michael, who's in North Wales. North Ooh. Wales. Don't Smart. do an accent, oh, please. Wales. Ah, okay. Abergavenny. Abergavenny to you, sir. So, um, I can't remember what the <laughs> It is awful. I totally agree. The The speech is so muffled, and I've tried changing it to the female voice. Uh, there's also the male voice. But it is just an awful, awful voice. And... Um, yeah, the only thing I find that makes any difference is if I use Bluetooth external speakers, you know, or you you uh, route the audio 
outside of the TV speakers to some sort of external speaker. That's the only real difference. But I, no, I totally agree. And I don't think there is anything you can do. But then again, I'm using a, I think it's 2016 um, Samsung Smart TV. And um, yeah, I don't. it's not the latest one. There's a lot of things it doesn't do. So I don't know. Stephen, have you got a, you've got a brand new Samsung Smart TV? Of course you have. No, well, it's, not, it's not brand new. It was 2020. And, Close um, enough. It's okay. I mean, the it, it's the same voice. I think that's inside all of them. So I think I don't think the software has upgraded that much or changed that much. There doesn't mm. seem to be any announcements I've seen or heard from Samsung on any improvements to it. Just I guess management of it or just making sure it doesn't fall over. Um, which is sometimes the problem with these things, right? Because they, they implement them into the TVs, and if the company doesn't keep up the development with the the TV development, you've got a problem. Because suddenly, you know, and we've been here a lot with products over the years. You think it wouldn't happen. I know what people say to me, oh, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> it's happened a lot over the years where things yeah. change. I always remember a great example of this was a company called Pure. I don't know if they still exist, but there's a company called Pure, and they made digital radios. And they created a radio which had a voice, a TTS, built into it. The problem was that they had attributed each station with its own TTS voice and they'd given it a label, right? So let's say it was Capital or LBC or whatever it is, right? The problem is at the time, let's say um, we're talking back in the years, the days when Real Radio was on the go, when I, you know, Real Radio in, in Scotland and other parts of the UK. And then Real Radio was bought over by uh, the company that owns Heart. So it became Heart. The problem is on the pure radio, it still said Real Radio because it was programmed to say Real Radio, mm-hmm. even though it was Heart. And that was the same for any other station that changed. Or if a station moved and it moved into a different position because in digital you can move things around. It's not, it's not like on FM where it's fixed. Ridiculous. So that Absolutely. was it. So you had a radio that was instantly telling you the wrong information. And it would continue to tell you the wrong information as things changed. So that's not great. And that's an example of when it can go wrong. It's a good idea but if it's not something that's adaptable, if it's not something that can change, uh, and we all remember the story of the RNIB digital talking radio that doesn't speak out station names. Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's madness as well. Yes. I mean, you know, I, I did my best to sell that one for the RNIB, but <laughs> I can't, couldn't, couldn't get away from that fact, right? I mean, it didn't speak the station names. And I'm like, but it doesn't speak the station names. Yeah, but it's a radio. I'm like, but it doesn't speak the station names. What else do you do with a radio? I, I can't get over that. Sorry, I can't. That's craziness. So, anyway. <sighs> anyway, sorry, what were we talking about? Samsung TVs. Oh, yeah, Samsung it. TVs. That's right. Yeah, basically, no, don't think there is a way. As I said, that if you dig into the menus, there is a way to change the gender of the voice. So maybe... Well, can you? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't quite remember. It's not in accessibility. It's somewhere else um, in oh. advanced settings. Hey, look, as I said, mine's an older TV, so maybe it's different. Well, hang on. If you've got it, then I should have it. I want that. Oh yeah, definitely. No, you can, you can change the, um, you can change the, the voice, but, uh, uh, sorry, the gender, but not actually the TTS it uses. So, um, yeah, maybe try it. Well, does that not change the TTS then? Does that not change the voice? Well, I mean, it still sounds terrible is what I'm saying. It's, you know, it still sounds awful and muffled, but, um, you I saw someone on Twitter the other day uh, who I want to go on the show actually to talk about this. He's been using Chromebooks again, and uh, he, you know, it's interesting. Because recently, I updated my Chromebook uh, just to see, you know, what was new, how it was going, and it's actually mm. remarkable how um, 
and this is his words I'm using, so I apologize for stealing this from you, Devin, but you know, you, you mentioned it on Twitter. Um, but you said, you know, Chromebox, Chromevox still feels a little bit like a baby screen reader. Um, I think that's a great way of putting it, actually. But mm-hmm. And it does. But at the same time, actually, it's pretty decent. I was firing through websites, getting through things and I th- to get what I was looking for. And I thought, this is actually not bad at all. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm using that little Chromebox that I bought ages ago. Um, it's got an i3 processor in it, so it's pretty snappy. But obviously, the, it's all dependent on the internet speed, really, because these things don't do it. It's just, it, it is just a browser. I mean, I know it has got the third-party apps. Yeah, but I mainly don't tend to it's a browser. That, but yeah. for me, it's the browser, and it's, it's pretty snappy, and it's good. But someone had mentioned, I think he'd mentioned this, that he had switched to the eSpeak voices, which generally sound terrible to me. Yes, they do. But they are very snappy because they're so light. Yeah. You know, it's the eloquence Like eloquence thing. sounds exactly. terrible. Yeah, it's the eloquence thing, right? <laughs> Elo- well, you you don't like eloquence. I love eloquence. I'm, I'm not going to say yeah. I love the voice, but it's it is a voice. That's, I get it. it. It's a it's a if you're working on something and you need a lot of speed in your productivity to get things done, it, it's one of those voices you can really tune into and go. Some people can't though. Some people can't handle it because yep. they just find the the tone of it's not great. <sighs> anyway, uh, let's go to another email. Des writes in. You might remember Des uh, or um, Cramp Assistance. Oh uh, yes, Des, that stopped working now. That pressure point. Sorry. Oh, I'm um, going to get more I, emails now. Yeah, no, it doesn't work anymore. It seems I must have talked myself out of it. Maybe well, it was a placebo. Well, <sighs> Des says, Sean, I promise I will not keep this going between us. Oh, dear. Um, if you type <laughs> in searching on, if you search on Google, who invented JAWS screen reader, down the line it says, Henter Joyce. Oh, right. Okay, sorry, this is me. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh, yes, this was the Joyce... And work speech or something. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know. Did you say, did I don't he's know. Just, he's just saying. He's just like you know. No. No. I. And I, I don't know. Look, Jules has a, a a long history, right? And you're you're probably absolutely right. All I'm saying is probably. that Oof. they do say now job access with speech. I mean, you know, that's that's from the horse's mouth, right? When we talk to them, it's job access with speech. Um. For me. This says the DPE on my name, or the end of my name, stands for Diploma of Practical Experience. Oh, clever. All the best to you both. And from now on, I will just listen. Thanks, Des. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't just listen, Des. Email. We like Absolutely your emails. Absolutely get in touch. Fine. Tell me why my um, chaplain Tasha stopped working. Um, What? What did you say there? The ch- the char- I was reading something else there. What, what Sorry, did she you say? Just tuned- <laughs> she needs the to be Charlie, Charlie Chaplin Tash gesture to stop cramp no longer works. Oh, I, I don't see. know why. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure Des will get right on that. I know. He will. Uh, okay. So uh, Doug writes in. Hi. This is Doug from the hills of southern Illinois. Wow. Oh, cool. I don't know what it is about that name, Illinois. What's the film I always think of? Halloween. That's the one. That was basically. Was that in Illinois? I'm thinking of the the Blues Brothers. Was that Illinois? I've never Chicago? seen the Blues Brothers. Oh, okay, sorry. Illinois but, Police. Yeah, no. Okay, carry on. Illinois. That was where the uh, Michael, you know, killed all the babysitters. That one. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking of Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of Blues. All right. Okay. Do you Illinois. Know were, do you know they were going to call that film <sighs> the Babysitter Killers or Babysitter oh, yeah. Babysitter Killer? Can't say that. That's probably why they didn't say it. But then Moving they changed on. it to Halloween because then you can make a fortune off it. Put, <laughs> Please put it carry on here. with the email. Anyway, hi, Doug. Uh, 
<laughs> say hi to Michael Forrest. Um, I'm so happy I discovered your show a couple of months ago. And honestly, you got uh, you you got you guys. You have been like a support group for me. He says, "This oh. makes for a nice safe haven where I actually feel included." Do you know something? Uh, well, you say thanks for that, but I'll be honest, this was never intended to be a safe space for anybody, actually, because <laughs> I want people to be honest and feel they can say what they want. And in some ways, maybe that is a safe space. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Well, Doug, I'm so glad you feel that way. So, Jamie, no, sorry, big upon Janine writes in. Oh, friend Janine of the show. Uh, oh, hello, Janine. Uh, now, this has been a, a week or so ago that she wrote this. She said, hope you're staying cool. Well, I'm now. He's gone. Um, that was crazy, wasn't it? Oh, I've used the word. Sorry. Crazy. Oh, that's it. It was so Straight in room one hundred and one. I was looking. <laughs> I was looking. I'm a certain age. I can get away with it. It's fine. Yeah. I was. Uh, I was looking at Amazon for air conditioners and everything. It was. <laughs> Wow, it was so warm. It's funny, isn't it? One day of the year, and you, these poor Amazon guys are having to hump around all these air conditioning <laughs> units and that are going to be turned on for a day and then put in a cupboard. I've got two fans in each room of my house, virtually, and like, and then I'm going around turning them all off because I'm terrified of the enormous electricity bill that I'm going well, to get. That's it. Your yeah, cost of living crisis is not helping with my oh, uh, you know, climate crisis. It's just uh, they're all clashing. <sighs> anyway, yes, we're cool now. Um, Janine says, I had a great interview with Charles from ARX on Wednesday. Uh, the big news is that they have now payment plans for the US on their website. No idea if those plans are available in other countries. I sincerely hope so. Um, she says that uh, your show was mentioned in our interview on the IRA cast. And oh. she will put a link to it in the show notes as well, which is absolutely wonderful. She says, one thing I wanted uh, to not so much correct, but explain from your recent discussions is how apps work on ARX, or more appropriately, with ARX. Sean made a good point that Envision AI processes info on the device, which is how they can be wireless. ARX will not have any software like Ira or the ARX app on device that I know of. That software will be on the smartphone itself. There's probably some software on the device, but that's way above my pay grade to discuss. Um, she says, I'd love to know how you're getting on with it in terms of actual use. So, yeah, really, really exciting. Um, and she says that uh, she's excited to hear all the great feedback that we're getting on the show as well. She says, I think your thoughtful discussions about vision loss and blindness culture really strike a chord with many of us. Plus, there are a few podcasts during which I laugh so much. Laughter changes the brain chemistry in a good way. So please keep it up. My brain needs all the change it can get. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Don't I know it, Janine? Don't I know it? It doesn't work for me, though. Presenting podcasts does nothing for your brain. It makes it smaller. I've decided yes. that. <laughs> That's true. We get stupider and stupider for each episode. I feel that. I feel every. I feel it just highlights how <laughs> stupid I am as a person. It really does. Um, <sighs> well, how just, are just, you getting on? Sorry, how are you getting on with the... Oh, you want to go first? Well, I just want to mention the RX payment plans because Charles did yes. mention this, but he didn't mention it on the, the, the episode, as, as Janine rightly points out. This is something which is coming, I believe, or at least is available, certainly in the US, but I think the plans are to roll out to other countries, possibly through third parties. So I'm thinking here, I can't remember the company that's selling it in the UK. It might be Sight and Sound, it might be Computer Vision, um, Computer Room Services. I don't know, but they, they usually, I know some of these companies like Humanware as well, they have the Divide By, B-U-Y, Divide By, which allows you to... Oh, clever. Um, oh, yeah, that's quite, so clever. clever oh, well done. And you can split it up into different payments. So maybe Easy over pay. a well, year or whatever, yeah. If it's any more than a tender a month, then I'm out. I'm sorry. Um yeah. <laughs> 
I can't afford that, even if it's split into five monthly payments. But look, great if they're offering these plans, and especially if they're going to roll it out outside the US. We need it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and on the point she makes about uh, Envision AI and all that, um, yeah, I mean, it's a different beast, isn't it? It's a different way of doing things with Envision I, I'm AI. I'm not entirely sure uh, the point Janine is making. Hello, Janine. I'm not sure, entirely sure the point you're making because, yes, I did say the Envision um Envision glasses, uh, all the apps are run on the device. It's its own platform. That's why it is, as you said, wireless. But I don't think... Um, did, you, did you say, Stephen, at any point that the apps are running on the ARX headset? No, I, th- I think... I think what, If you did, you were... You were no, wrong. I was totally wrong if I didn't you say that. You were wrong, no, Stephen. No, I, I did not say that. In fact, she was, I think she was pointing it at you, actually. No, um, I don't think she was. No, no. she was. But no, she no, wouldn't I, point I, it at I think I was I absolutely Jimmy. correct in everything I said, whatever that was. <laughs> uh, and if it was wrong, then uh, I blame Sean. There I was go. asking if, if the Ira app would be separate from the yes. ARX app running on the Android phone that you do need. That's I think for that's the, the bit we, we, we don't know how that's going to work. Because I was thinking about yes. this, right? Do I open up my Ira app and will it just show up as an option? Will it just immediately switch to it? You know, do I have to do anything? So there's a lot of questions. Or do you do it through the ARX app? How are you getting on with your headset anyway? It's, you've had well, a week or so. Come on. I have. I'll be honest. So I haven't. I was. I was due to go to London. That was. And people might be wondering why the podcast was off. I, did, I think I mentioned this, but I was planning to go to London this week. But with all the train strikes and everything else, I decided not to. And interestingly, part of the, the plan on that week was to take the headset with me. But being at home, uh, I've been using it more. I did go out the other day. I was tempted to take it with me, but I thought, that means I Buses. need to take an Android phone. And well, Yeah, but I know, but I, I, this is it. This, it's good. That is one thing I didn't think about, was actually thinking about the... The, the distance thing. The challenge is, of course, the information you get, right? Because I remember having something uh, a while back. Maybe it was just actually a phone app I used. I can't remember. But I used it to find. And, of course, because buses... Why is it now that buses seem to be covered in words? Used the to disgrace. Be, I used to say, you know, Parkhead 61. You know, and that was it. That was the bus, where it was going, and the number. Now it's like... Get your all-day ticket for 99 pence. It's not 99 pence. Uh, Get your, yes. you know, free Wi-Fi on board. Oh, uh, what privatization. Else like, That's what is it. This? See? Is Thatcher's it, is, Britain. What am I getting on terrible. here? An advert or a bus? <laughs> oh when God, I'm on Dave. that bus, I'm advertising. So you should pay me. Right. That's it. Taxis from now on. I yeah, see. Yeah, back to the taxis now. Um, okay, so when are we going to get our final review? You will I'm get it. Now you don't. But actually, this is no. My soon's point. not. Soon's not well, good I'm enough. Not patience Steven. is a virtue. <sighs> we don't believe in it, but patience is a virtue. All because right. the interesting thing is, not only have I been using this, I've also been using my Orcam. Well, Orcam Read to be precise. Ooh. So, um, yeah, the one I've got. Ah, whoa, whoa, whoa! Orcam reads different. That's a different beast. That's not a wearable unless you got it sellotaped to the side of your head. Wait, <laughs> wait until the review. Okay. Oh, so you have some the there's, there's more to come on that, okay? Okay. More to come on that. Uh, anyway, um, glad that the show's enjoyable to you, Janine, and I'm glad you're getting something from it. Yeah, do you know, sometimes I know we put forward a, how can we put it, an alternative view, uh, but with dogs as well. Dogs yes, in the background. Yes. Um, I, I know, I'll tell you what's going on. My neighbours are back are people from holiday. Too. So uh, the dog, uh. will go, because they have a dog, you see, so the dog will be going absolutely crazy <laughs> for the next Just to keep them awake. After their long 18-hour flight home. 
<laughs> what to come home to dogs barking next door gorgeous uh, I just want to mention Thomas's email he says hello uh, we had VoIP telephones voice over internet protocol telephones in Long Island New York for over a decade we have always <gasps> been able to use any standard landline phone originally you needed a separate router and an inline filter to connect to your telephone about a decade ago, the technology changed. You can cor- directly connect your phone line to the service and no filter is needed. The only difference between the VoIP telephone service and the standard copper wire service is that you always have to put in your area code, even if you're calling within the same area. Uh, the new technology also oh, yeah. gives a, uh, gives you a battery backup, which is part of the main unit connected to the side of my house. Hope this is uh, useful to you. Stay cool. Tom in Long Island, New York. Oh, very good. Long Island audit. Yeah, very good. Um, yes, that's pretty much what we thought. Uh, some of the concerns were the, you know, if you have a power cup, if you've got a battery pack there, perfect. Mm. Mm. Um, also, uh, just following on from our chat uh, on Saturday's show, we did a chat with Rill, uh, a small fictitious town in Wales. It's not fictitious, real. It's a real place. I've never been. It's to... a real place. Hey, oh, oh. I've, I've never been to to Wales. Uh, well, actually, uh, no. I tell a lie. I was in Wales once. Yes. For three hours, and then I right. left. I mean, it had nothing to do with Wales. I mean, it was lovely. Okay. But I was yeah. there. For, I had to go for a meeting, so I went from London to Cardiff on yeah. a train. And well done. And I don't know why. Right, I've go. I, I go between Scotland and England a lot, but for some reason, going from England to Wales just felt like I was travelling into another universe. It was just like, I don't know why it felt so weird. It was like, I'm now in Wales. Uh, well, there's wrong with Wales. It's gorgeous. I didn't say, say, say there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, you did. You only stayed for three hours. That's saying something. Actually, speak louder than words. I should go back. Well, actually, you know, this is how bad I am at geography. I was telling my wife, who I will admit, and she would admit this as well, at least I'll, I'll find out if I sleep on the yes. couch tonight or not. Um, <laughs> but she, uh, she's not the greatest at geography either. Um, and neither am I. So we both talk about places and no, no <laughs> idea know what anything is. So no. we were talking about um, going to Wales. And I said, we should go and visit Wales. And there's this place called Penzance. So we should go to there. Because the train <laughs> that goes from our local station up here goes to Penzance. And I'm mm. like, that would be great to go to. And we've been talking about doing it for so long. And then only recently I learned, because of the heat, Penzance is in Cornwall. Or near yes. Cornwall. Pirates of, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've got that a bit wrong. So the train doesn't go to Wales. I thought it did. Okay. Cool. Well, there are trains to Wales. So um, Other yeah, trains yeah, are I, available, yes. Barry, of course, made famous Who? in uh, Gavin and Stacey. Barry. Barry Island. Oh, it's a lovely place. It's where I had my first, steady now, Careful. Hawaiian burger. That what? is a burger from a van that had a, a ring of pineapple in it. It was amazing and changed my life. Okay. Well, anyway, um, John says, <laughs> Hello. Oh, yeah. More Rill. I am interested in her thoughts on computing history and if Emacs Speak works well in a Raspberry Pi. Do you know, this was really interesting, right? Because Rill is an absolute genius with yep. everything computing-wise. I mean, she she was talking on this interview. Did you get a chance to hear it? Because I haven't heard it yet. Oh, no, you need I'm to listen to go this. back. She talks about using a computer with some kind of punch card system, right? She had to punch holes in a piece of paper and that was yes. how she coded and i'm like and I, I, one of the points i brought up with her was like seeing someone complains to you that an app's not working you just like shut up i used to have to work a computer with a punch hole system 
<laughs> so you complaining about an app? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, I can't even get my head around that. It's absolutely brilliant. I kind of wish I'd been born, though, a, a bit further back to actually get into this stuff. Because truth be told, I think the people, blind people who are older, say maybe in their, I don't know what age, but let's just say maybe 20 years uh, older than me, or, you know, going further, that maybe that far back when computing was kind of kicking off at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was born in the 80s, so, you know, 60s, 70s, maybe 70s more. I think what a great time because you would have had to deal with all that rubbish first. And then when you get to the point when, you know, it's like, hey, there's this thing called voiceover and there's an iPhone and it's all really cool. You've got all that wealth of knowledge, whereas I don't feel like I've got any knowledge at all. Not like these guys, you know. Like real, I mean, she just, there was all this stuff and she could turn around to anything. Yeah, I think that's more, you know, commitment to education and learning and self-improvement that we just don't have, right? But, but, but it's not that the but, time we were born. But it's not only that she had to she had to do all that in order to have a job. True. Yes, that's she wouldn't right. have been able to yes. work otherwise. Is this whole punch accessible or not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> Is this whole punch accessible? I want the braille one. <laughs> um, no, it does blow your mind yes it does. carry anyway, on thank you john uh yes rill is definitely going to be coming back on soon i promise you uh also Anne marie writes in uh hi guys i found your podcast on lady a today she says the proper name but i'm saying mm. lady a yep, yep, yep. i lost my eyesight in april of this year oh sorry to hear that um she's uh, the age of 46 says Anne marie and your podcast has reminded me that i am still a functioning human being although I still have to relearn most of my functions. I just wanted to say thank you. Much love to you, Anne-Marie. Well, hey, listen, I'm I'm really pleased to hear that you found us because, I mean, God knows what you get from this, Anne-Marie, but if you get anything from it and you get to feel like that, then we must be doing something right. What are we doing right? I don't know. What are we doing here? Well, shouldn't it be a Marie, not Anne-Marie? No, okay, uh, we'll leave that joke there. Uh, I don't know. Tell me at some I point think, what the joke was, and I'll, I'll let you know. Anyway, I think... Uh, email in if you've got that joke. Um, I get it. I think it's just a, you know, it's just a case of that we're not, we're not that different, isn't it? Yeah. Because well, when, when, you, yeah. When, you're, when, you're, when you're told that you're going to lose your sight and you're going to be blind, you just sort of automatically go to, I'm a different person. I'm going to be a different person. I'm going to be the other person. I'm going to be a disabled person. And you're not. You know, you're still the same person. It just happens, oh, I can't see anymore. It's, um, yes, but like Stephen said, I'm glad you get something out of it. And, um, yeah, it's it's, it's well, April this year. Do you know what, right? what it is, right? I think the truth is, and this is the, the, kind of comes back to the point that we make a lot on this show um, around, I mean, we talked about disability pride. And, um I've been reflecting a lot on this conversation and because my view on it, it doesn't change so much, but it just, it wavers a little bit because sometimes I think, you know, it depends who you are in this, right? So, for example, the people who are are really proud of disability, I think, often are people who are, um, who maybe have been born with a disability, Right, they've had this disability for life. Maybe they've been blind their whole life. Maybe they've been in a wheelchair their whole life, or whatever. It yeah, might yeah. Be. And that's not yeah. to say they haven't faced challenges. They'd be the first to admit that. They will not say that their life is an absolute joy, and they've, you know. But at the same time, they're kind of at a stage where they feel, do you know what? I'm not going to let this defeat me. And actually, with everything I've managed to achieve, I should be bloody proud. 
And I, th- yeah. and I get that. I totally get that, right? But I think that the problem with that is that because, and this is maybe a societal thing, I don't know, but because we're kind of lumped into this one big basket of disabled people, that for the people who don't feel that way, who are perhaps coming to vision loss, let's say, later in life, they're not going to feel that, right? You're not going to feel proud and happy and joyous because you've lost your sight. And no. because, because let's be honest, you're looking at life the opposite way, right? You're looking at it as, well, that's it. My life's over. All the things I could do before, I can't do now. I can't see my family. I can't see this. I can't see that. I can't do this. I can't do that. And maybe what we do is we kind of fill that gap a little bit between that, you know, let's just all be proud and shut up if you disagree. We're more kind of taking the view of, well, look, life is tough, but there are other ways to do things that can make it a little bit easier. Yeah. And maybe and that's what it tough, is. You know? right? I, 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 going back to what I said earlier about blindness being negative, of course it is, but it doesn't mean that it just overrules and overruns your life. Mm. It isn't. You know, there's. it doesn't have to be every waking moment's th- thought is that oh, oh but God, it is, I can't But it see. is at the start, isn't it? Oh, of course it is, yeah. It is at yeah. the start. Yeah. And this is what I mean about, you know, I, 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 t- I remember a friend of mine who, I won't say his name, but, you know, a friend of mine who got very angry, who's went through, and I know because I went through exactly the same thing. Um, he got really angry about his vision loss and he would take it out on people. And I said to him, look, do you know what? You can, you, you should allow yourself to be angry for half an hour a day. Give yourself that. Because if you can give yourself that allowance of anger, over time, you'll start to notice you you become less angry because you're allowing yourself to vent. And that means you're allowing yourself to have half an hour a day of anger and annoyance and try and take it out ideally on yourself somewhere that no one else is present. I had the luxury of having a soundproof studio. I could go in and just scream at the wall for (laughs) half an hour. And that really, honest to God, that was my saviour. Because I would go in there and I would just scream at a wall for five, ten minutes and I'd feel so much better. This kind of constant need for everybody to be happy and smiling all the time, stop that crap, right? Just stop it. Because you need to acknowledge the reality. And the only people who understand the reality are people like us who've gone through it, right? That's the that's the point. That's why that's we, it. Yep. We, we can say this because we've been through it. And not and even and you know what? I know there's people who listen to this who will have gone through sight loss, maybe even recently, and they'll say, well, I didn't feel like that. I actually was, I, I got through it. I, I got through it fine. I had a great support network. I had great people. Brilliant. And that's great for you. But I I can tell you my experience and going by the number of emails I've got on this topic, time and time and time again, I'm not alone. We've gone through this together. We've all gone through this. But, and this is where, you know, going back to the whole thing about, you know, when I talk about social media and people screaming at each other online and, you know, I see a lot of blind people do this. They get very uh, militant and all that stuff. That's that's misplaced anger. You know, it's misplaced anger. A lot of that is probably down to the fact you're still coming to terms with, you're still grieving your vision. Uh, not all the time. I mean, people are allowed to be angry and have legitimate reasons for being angry, right? Fair enough. <laughs> but But let's be honest about it. I know the difference between now and then. I know how angry I would get about absolutely everything. You know, it's interesting, Elliot, we're talking about how words don't affect you. Words didn't affect me in any kind of like, you know, this is hurting me or I'm feeling, you know, any violence is taking place against me by somebody saying something bad, but it did certainly trigger me. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, there you uh, go. It definitely triggered me. 
Um, but, but but again, my point is that over time, if you allow yourself to express that anger in a healthy way, i.e. not taking it out on family and friends, because that's not going to do you any good. Um, and you will find out who your friends are when you lose your sight. That's for definite. Um, you you have to allow yourself to, to express that anger somewhere. And then that allows you to kind of see, I know this sounds, sounds a bit trite, but see the world again, see what's possible and actually allow your brain to allow yourself to understand the possibilities that now exist. So yes, this is different, but there are other ways to do it. So yeah, I don't drive anymore, for example. Okay, so I don't drive anymore. I don't have a car. I can't get to the shops. I can't go to McDonald's at three in the morning. Okay, but there is we a do. bus. There's a yeah, well, we do yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there's a bus service, or there's a taxi, or there's a something. You know, there's another way to make something happen. And that's just a, a, a tried example. But that's what I mean. You know, there's ways around things. It's not we're, we're, you know we're not going to become bus drivers or, or helicopter pilots or any of that stuff. Okay, fine. Don't but limit I don't, me. I don't want to be all these things. <laughs> so I do. Fine. You don't want to leave the shed and you want to be a helicopter pilot. No, I don't think it's a case of always allow yourself to be angry all the time as well, because sometimes I wasn't angry a lot. Sometimes I was just sad. Allow yourself to be sad. Exactly. Yeah, okay, whatever the emotion is. Yeah. Whatever it is, just let it, yeah, allow yourself to be it. But don't, you know, as ever. I think the, the biggest thing is it's it's just you can seem so alone when you're going through that and it's a lonely experience so being able to share it with people that's gone through it or not even gone through the same experience as you but something similar it, it just helps right? and actually so, that's the point and this was that's actually what's good about podcasts i didn't turn to podcasts at that point i didn't because i think a lot of the po- and that, maybe that was a problem maybe i felt that the podcasts that were out there were all screaming about how you know i should be feeling proud about being blind <laughs> i was like i'm not interested in being proud i want you know i'd rather i'd rather eat my own face right now than be blind yeah. Um, so, you know, the idea of you telling me I should be happy about it, get lost. So yeah. at that time, I needed someone to say this. And maybe that's why I feel the need to say it, because that's how I felt. And if, and if, and, and I, you know, Marie, I'm not trying to pretend to understand your situation. I don't know your, your background. Maybe you've been visually impaired your whole life. Maybe you've just lost your vision in, in total. I don't know. Um, and if you ever want to open up on that, even if privately on an email, then please do get in touch with me. You don't, I don't have to read them out. Um, but you know, I think it does help the community if we if we share this, our community of, of our listeners, our loyal listeners who who clearly benefit from the honesty and the reality of our stories. Um so yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad you found us. I'm really glad you found us, Anne Marie and Ben. Yes, hello. Keep listening. Welcome to the family. Um, yes. Now I want to mention this other email because we actually get a lot of emails in and I can't get to them all because I, I think we've got about we've recorded for the last five hours. Um yes. but let's <laughs> um so let me just have a quick look at uh, this email inbox Luke. because there was one yeah. other one I wanted to mention, which was uh, I can't find it. I, it was one to do with you church. keep looking while well, I talk about church. my new vision. Um, so everything's oh, just no, carry on. Carry uh, on. Okay, no, no, carry, carry on. on. Floaters. I mean, my new world is floaters because now I can't really see anything outside of my own head anymore. Floater, who knew? There's, I just constantly watching these, they, they're like bright white what's it shapes just floating around. And I find myself tracking them and turning my head around <laughs> as I'm doing this. I'm turning away from the mic, I know, but I'm, I'm tracking them and it, it's really weird. But you know what? I quite like them. They're, they're my little floaty friends. So there you go, floaters, the new, uh, they're my new Pokemon Go. You know, I, they're just always in front of me, waving around the place. It's cool. It's funny. I I think there's always that line 
between Charles Bonnet syndrome and everything else with sight loss. <laughs> oh, Be- they're definitely, they're definitely flu- But sometimes it's, it's as well, not, they're not, hollow. Of course, that's what I mean. No, it's, it's not like it's that. I'm just saying it's like... No, no, no. But, but, you, but the problem is it tricks you, doesn't it? Because I get it all the time and I, and I often think if I'm walking especially and something just obscures for a second, it's like, oh, and, and I think I've hit something or I think yeah. I've walked into something or something's <laughs> there. Snap back. Yeah. And then you was, was, was there nothing there? And then you kind of wonder, I've apologised to a floater more than once. <laughs> I love them. And if I get the ones that are hollow, it's just the outline, it's almost like it's in 4K, the high definition of the thinness of the... and the. Oh, sorry. It's just nice to um, focus in on something sometimes, even if it's just in my eyeballs. See, I get it in white rooms. If it's, Our walls are generally white. In, in the house. white room. In the white yes. room, yeah. And um, I only well, pay for that now. You know, if I'm sitting there, I find that that's when they show up because obviously not the way I sang it. You're not paying no, for definitely anything. No, no, that's true. Yes, if you're sitting there, what? Sorry. Well, if I'm sitting there and, and suddenly I notice, you know, something, I'll think, oh, hang on, that's the, that's a floater. But you know, I don't often know. But it makes it seem as if it makes it seem as if everything's always dirty all the time. That's what it feels like. It's like everything's always filthy. Oh, right. No, well, my floaters are bright white, so they're they're always nice. But do oh. you, do you have a kind of because is it where are you with it? Is it all just grey fog or is it like a black? Yeah, or? no, it's just all grey fog. If I'm re- if something's really bright, like if it was when it was really sunny the other day and it hit a white van that was parked on the pavement, I could just about see it. But other than that, it's just like a really thick fog. Okay, look, let's uh, let's bring in this email from Key because this is the one I wanted to mention. Key says uh, you should get in touch with the Torch Trust Christian Sight Loss Charity and do an interview with them. Um, we did a whole thing, if you remember, we, we got some people, I think it was Rebecca actually got in touch with us a while back to talk about the, the challenges of uh, being in church and, and the sort of inaccessibility oh, yeah. of church at times. That's right. Um, so Torch Trust, Key's referencing here, now that's a that's a Christian organisation in the UK. So uh, Rebecca is in the States, so I don't know if that would be much help to you. However, it might be useful to know what they do and maybe that's something that could help you in, in your part of the world, Rebecca. So, Key, maybe that's uh, a good resource, actually. she sa- uh, Key says, um, great resources and very friendly. They offer great advice, sight loss training in church as well. That's pretty good. Uh, and also there's a directory to find a sight loss friendly church on their website. Hmm. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, yeah. Torch do, do great work. If you're uh, religious at all, then definitely check them out. I know um, back in the day, my... Grand, grandma used to use them and they used to go on you know trips away and they used to pick her up to take her to church so um yeah and i, I know uh, we know someone who works there who's a great person by the way don't we oh not Hello, anymore Sheila, not by anymore, the way sadly but um but yeah oh she's retired yes she's of course retired, but. yeah but uh org is the website to find out more if you want to. Yeah, we, we should actually talk to them about that because they've done a lot of stuff around Braille Bibles and stuff as well. And I think there's even a machine you can buy. I hear a lot about this. I I, I'm not religious, as oh, you yeah. guys might know, so I don't know much about this. But I think there's actually a machine you can buy which has kind of got like, the Bible programmed into it. Yeah. And you, know, you can then just... You know, Isn't I, it an audio player? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it reminds me a little bit by the sounds of it of the Victor Reader. Yes, that's right. Um which I'll be talking about in a future episode because I have um, I have been pimping up my Oof. Victor Reader. Oh, yes. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> anyway, look, that's enough for you. Uh, well, well, until Monday, because I think you've enough there to keep you going for, for all the of us. few days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that was that was an interesting one. I think we covered pretty much everything bar world peace. 
Yeah, well done. Sorry to everyone we've offended, and um, yeah, we'll be back. Who knows when? Or not. Who knows? Yeah. It's the joy of the internet. You just don't know what people will make of it. Um, the perpetually offended will be offended. I have no doubt. <laughs> um, anyway, until next time, thank you. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Lots to talk about there. I'm sure more of your emails are always welcome. I can only imagine there'll be a few. Uh, you can email in hello at blindguytalkstech.com or you can drop us a voicemail on 0204-571-3354. Sean, thank you. Catch you next time. Thank you. If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit blindguytalkstech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow. But not tomorrow, Monday. <laughs>